Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back to the Handmade Podcast, uh, episode 64. So there was a vote. I was voted off, <laughs> and then uh, apparently I was voted back on. Either that yeah. or G- Derek and Paul couldn't I, afford to pay Jimmy. I know the so. feeling, how that feels. I've been voted off, something, <laughs> then voted back on. And, uh, oh, that's true. Me, yeah, me and Paul said we were not going to do the podcast anymore unless you came back. And so Jimmy okay. said he was going to allow that. Wow, that's so, thanks, Jimmy. I don't numbers. think he could actually officially commit to three podcasts and every other freaking thing that he does. Oh, he could. He would just, just fall apart. Yeah, he'd just like, you know, just like dangle the carrot and just kind of put kick it down the road. But he'd get it done. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. A little right. late, a little over budget, but he'd get it done. It's all right. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> a little late, a little over budget. That's right. Where were you doing? Uh, I was in beautiful Hawaii. You know, oh. just doing all the things that you guys told me not to do. A zip lining, the little <laughs> airplane. I did it all. You I survived die. it all. Nice. I didn't die. Um, almost got sick on the little airplane, though. Mm. I was real yeah. close to losing it. And then the girl sitting behind me, she lost it. Um, That's great. And uh, <laughs> that wasn't so great. Um, but uh, it was it was a great trip. It was really fun. Derek, have you ever been to Hawaii? No, no. no? That's too far for me. Um it's I'd love far. to go. Uh, the only places I've ever been, not fun, but far away, is uh, England. Um, where else? Bermuda. Florida. That's it. That's it. Canada. Yeah. That's it. Wisconsin. Yeah, that's it. That's and, Paul, you've never been to Hawaii, right? No, I want to go. I'm sure you, it's definitely like some place real nice, Paul. I'm sure you would like to like what's that like Bora Bora or something. I went to St. Thomas one time, when, like in the Caribbean, and I've yeah. been to Florida a million times, and I don't know. Um, Those I'd are definitely um, easier to get there. Much yeah, easier to get to. What is it like? like so eleven hours to fly there. Yeah, so like we flew straight from Newark to Honolulu. Wow. Um, which. I might sound like a total idiot when I say this, but Angela and I were both like 
wouldn't I, I always thought that the Honolulu airport was on the island of Hawaii. I always thought like the main island that you flew to was Hawaii. It's not. It's Oahu. So we Honolulu airports on Oahu. So Wait, isn't Honolulu there. an island? No, Honolulu is a place. Oh, it's, it's a a, like a city. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm it's, all screwed I, up. I, you know, it was confusing. Yeah, it was confusing. But Honolulu is where Pearl Harbor is. That's like oh, how you can remember. So okay. like you can and that's see on Pearl Oahu Harbor as you on Oahu. So okay. as you fly in, you see Pearl Harbor like from the airplane. And is that considered the big island? No, that's the that's big Hawaii. Is Hawaii. Okay. Yes. So the whole yeah. thing is and called Hawaii. There's also an island called Hawaii. It's also referred to as the yes. Big Island. And then Honolulu's yes. on Oahu. That's where you flew. Mm. Okay. We didn't go to Pearl Harbor um, just because you. everything that we read said you kind of need like a whole day. And um, I kind of did want to see it. But at the same time, I was like, oh, we didn't really have the day. And we didn't really plan for yeah, it. Yeah, you there for your honeymoon. I mean. Yeah, exactly. Down, so, I, mean, um, I get it. So when we it's 10 and a half hours to uh oahu and then we had to fly from oahu to Kauai, where we spent the first half of the trip and the terminals could not have been further away from each other i booked the <laughs> flight so tight not thinking like totally like almost screwed us so we were running across the freaking airport i'm in jeans and a flannel because i left from new york and it's like 85 degrees and sunny as shit <laughs> so i'm like melting but it was it was a really fun trip. We did a, we we were busy like every single day, which for me was good. I, I'm I like going to the beach and kind of relaxing, but I can't do it for yeah. ten days. Like I yeah, would have like I would have died. So yeah. we um we had something to do every day, and the place is it's it's exact. I mean, it's Jurassic Park was filmed there for a reason. Like you, it's like no place I've ever been where you. We did a hike and while we're hiking i kept stopping because there were leaves on trees that were like <laughs> like mm. as big as like angel it looked like they were as big as her whole body as she walked past them and i was like holy shit like if you ever seen king kong the the more modern one where like it has all mm-hmm. the giant bugs like everything on the island is gigantic that's wow. what it felt like um wow and uh it was cool but it so funny like the things that i guess you don't think about when you think about hawaii or like the normal stuff like the traffic is unbelievably bad really because there's oh, like really? there's only like one road that goes around Kauai, and it's constantly getting washed out by heavy rain oh, and shit. when they close one lane on it they'll close like three miles of it and they'll have a flagger for three miles so you'll wait like, oh 40 my. minutes <laughs> so you, are you kidding me wait 40 minutes with the little sign that no flips back and forth yep. Yep. either stop oh or slow yep, that's, it. <laughs> that's crazy that's yeah, the only and way they you warn you about planes. it. Get me out of here. When, when so when you book like some of these different things, they warn you. They're like, "Listen, if you have to be here at eleven, you have to give yourself like two hours to get across the island wow. because it could take you two hours." And we did that. We had like we were going to this like uh, the Nepali coast, which is where like the Jurassic Park like cliffs are, and we missed our like bus by like thirty whole minutes. Because we got caught by the flaggers. And on the GPS, we were going to be there right on time. So literally, like, it was, like, so annoying. But, you know, you can imagine when you're there, you can imagine why, like, these crazy rich people like Mark Zuckerberg and all these guys buy these estates. Because it's, like... I heard about that. Once you're in the mountains... Yeah, but once people you're in the pissed. mountains, it's so private. Um. Oh, yeah, I bet. 
I think people, I the there's locals, like a whole the big controversy. Like the locals are angry. All these like billionaires are buying up like land. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you know that's what they do. That's why it's expensive because people want it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just, no, I, yeah. I, if I had that money, I would do the same shit. Yeah. It's funny. Like yeah. you were saying with the big leaves and everything we've been watching. I, I was going to say I was forced into it, but we've been watching that show on Netflix, Love on the Spectrum. You were saying that yeah, last time. Dude, I love oh, it. I haven't heard like, of yeah. it. Oh, my God. It, it, I Aren't you. they, like, very, like, um, yeah, just straightforward? Yeah. Yes. Like, with each other? Because that's what I said to Christina. I said it's autistic Wait, hold on. People. Take a step back. What's what? it about? So I don't know anything about, about Love this. on the Spectrum. It's um, autistic people that they try to pair up and get them to date and, you know, find love. Because it's very difficult. They have no very mm. they don't have very good social skills and stuff mm. and um it's just amazing it's very touching it's real moving it's like and it's it's so strange to watch it it's something i totally thought i would never watch but it's funny watching like paul just said they are so honest autistic people when they speak <laughs> are like how we think but don't have the balls <laughs> oh, yeah. to talk yeah it is amazing to They're watch like, i is, don't like you <laughs> yeah, just yeah, up. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, they're just like yeah. I have no romantic feelings for you, but you're a nice person. Let's just be friends. Like it's just, it's great. It's great. But it's filmed. I thought it was filmed in England, but I think it's filmed in Australia or New Zealand, something like that. It's someplace down there that they talk cool, you know. Yeah. But uh, anyways, they like they're walking through a park. And, like, all the birds are, like, the coolest birds. Like, you're saying the leaves, like, it's all, like, mm-hmm. parrots. All these yeah. beautiful, beautiful birds in all the trees. They're purple. They're orange. They're, mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, my God, there's a place that exists in this world that, like, they're not in a zoo, you know? Yeah. And all we have is those uh, French birds, the pigeons. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, know, the pigeons. Just, yeah, those are the and the sea eagles. And the sea eagles. And yeah. the sea eagles. Yeah. Well, it's, it's so funny. that there's, there's a TikTok or an Instagram account of a woman who lives in, I think, Australia. And she lives near a park, and she puts bird seed on her railing, and uh-huh. all those rare birds that like yeah, you would crazy. think don't exist outside of like a, yeah. a zoo or like the Amazon just yeah. come there. And she and and I guess they've all been become so familiar with her that she can go right up to them and take really close photos. I gotta find. I think it's called Birds of Oz, and it's like amazing what this yeah. what this woman gets to see like every day. Yeah, if you um, and Angel ever watch cool. this, yeah. you, you would be hooked on it instantly. I. I watched like the first. Yeah, what the hell just, is that? Yeah, thing? that's what. So that's that's on the oh railing of her. That's yep. on the railing of her of her yeah. deck at her. Yeah, house. it's wow. crazy. It's like the craziest <laughs> Look at that you'll ever see. They're all like, wow. yeah, like birds you see at a pet store for thousands yeah. of dollars. Yeah, like on a screensaver. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, I remember it, seeing a video from your story. Like, it's funny because one of the kids he's hooked on dinosaurs because uh, he saw uh, Jurassic Park, and uh, he knows everything about dinosaurs, and it's and it's pretty funny. And this is a reality amazing. show. This isn't yeah, like a drama. Yeah, it's oh, like cool. TLC. You have to check it out. No, it's a Netflix. Netflix. Original. Oh, it is. They do, they do some good programming. It know? seems Just too. It, it seems too like heartfelt for TLC. Yeah, like yeah. TLC is just the trashiest, just trash. most obscene yeah. garbage shows. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I guess there's like a the little bit of controversy going the with this channel. now because, oh, really? they, the, well, they have a woman on that helps people, and she's great. Mm. And she's like, you know, when a boy goes out with a girl, he should be courteous and you know open the door for her. And they're like, you know, she's giving them false like 
messages oh, and like oh god oh like a, yeah like that's like we don't like do that gender norms yeah. or whatever yeah and it's just kind of like they're just autistic kids that want to find love yeah like, i mean jesus christ cut like, them you know, cut them some slack everything yeah so, but it is it, it's it, it's funny it's 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 a good show it really is so that's my pick of the week. Nice. Have you ever I didn't seen know it was rude atypical? to hold a door for a girl. <laughs> I know. Right? How dare you assume that yeah, she needs that door? Just hold the door for me. Have you seen that show on Netflix called Atypical? It's about it's it's mm-hmm. with um um uh Michael Rappaport actually. It's, oh, really? it's a really? drama show, but it's about Michael Rappaport and his in the show it's him, his wife and they have uh a, you know, a I guess a normal, I don't, I don't know if I'm saying the right thing, but when they have a daughter who doesn't have any learning disabilities yeah, yeah. and then they have a son yeah. who, who has Asperger, he's on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, it's about like, <clears throat> it's about him getting through high school and like, uh, you know, like he yeah. gets a girlfriend and the girlfriend is, is not autistic and they like, he'll say things to the girlfriend yeah. that are right out of his head that, you know, <laughs> like, and, and one of the, so, yeah, so that, in one of the scenes, the one of the yeah, scenes, there's great. like, so the, the kid, the kid, uh, doesn't like loud noises. So he always wears headphones and he wants to go to the prom, but he's afraid of the noise. So the school does the whole prom with headphones so that he'll be able to go mm-hmm. like they do this whole nice thing. And then the girl that he's, like, kind of dating, there's, like, an igloo at the prom. <laughs> and they go into the igloo, and then later he comes out, and he goes up to his, his parents. And his parents are like, oh, my God, are you having a good time? He's like, I just got a hand job. <laughs> 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 like, right to his mom and dad. Because he just doesn't know how to, yeah. like, there's he doesn't no know what to there's say no and what filter. not to say. It's, 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 yeah, and it's, it's so, the, the show is really, I mean, it's got a lot of, like, drama in it, too. Because obviously yeah. there's a lot of hardship that comes with, with that. But um, A lot of good shows uh, on Netflix, huh? There's a lot of good shows They're on Netflix. Doing it. Wow. I hear there's yeah, a good one coming up. better and better. Mm-hmm. I did a show one yeah. time. Did I ever mention that? But no. that was on. Uh... Oh, everybody loved that. Yeah. <laughs> checks mix. <laughs> the checks mix. Guys are checks That's mix. what it is. Yeah, wow. checks mix. I got a bunch of messages. <laughs> Starts with an N and rhymes with checks mix. <laughs> hey, you know what? Oh, I want to God. ask you. So, I mean, obviously, when you're out in Hawaii. The island's that different. Like, see, I don't want to ever go on vacation and have to get on a plane and go somewhere else. Like, it mm-hmm. just that is so much work for me. Like, I just, yeah, I just like I don't want to just sit at the beach. But I'm just, you know, it's funny. Now that I'm thinking, of, we we're going for a walk today. We walked the dogs, me and Christina, and uh, I'm like, you know what? I think I I gotta plan like a family vacation. I gotta do something nice. And I'm like, do I? Pale, like if we go to England, you know, Pale that into a family vacation in Europe and stuff. But then I'm like, I don't want to fucking go somewhere for a week, like and be tied down. I just I can't do mm. that, you know. I guess if I was busy every day, but like I couldn't go to Hawaii and just go to the beach every day. Like that would yeah. that'd be like punishment. But I I just wouldn't want to have to go to an airport and fly to another island to enjoy something like. What's yeah. the difference in them? Like, is one like a beach, and then one's like like the forest, like the rainforest? Or like, so they they all have their own like little things about them, right? So like, um, so like Kauai is known as like kind of the more more for hiking and like excursions mm-hmm. if you're going to go there. So it's very quiet. It has like two kind of towns. They're both very small. 
you know, like like I said, one road around the whole place, and it's really dense forest pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Um, and we went there first to kind of like do the you know hiking and see the Nepali coast and do all that stuff. And you, we did. We found out when we were there. We met another couple from New York, so we didn't want to have to tra- We didn't want to have to transfer in in L.A. We didn't want to have to have a layover because mm-hmm. I didn't want to deal with a layover and with the way that flights are canceled. And you know, with this, yeah. I mean, oh, you yeah. saw it while I was yeah, away, American Airlines guess, yeah. canceled like four thousand flights. So I just wanted to get straight there. But what we learned in from this couple was that if you're willing to do the layover in L.A., you can fly to L.A. and then fly to the island of your choice from oh. L.A. But if you fly from Newark or the New York area and Boston, you never know that maybe there is a flight from Boston to one of the other islands. But from Newark, the only flight is to Honolulu. So we had no choice unless we wanted the layover and I didn't want to do the layover. But uh... Oh, what happened? That that was weird. Still recording, though. Yeah. Chris just disappeared. What happened, dude? You disappeared instantly. I don't know. So that's a cool magic trick. Um, so, hold on. It's re- it's recording. We're back up. Yeah. So what I was saying was, um, Paul, you would have loved this. So every time we'd ask for a restaurant recommendation, mm-hmm. they would start telling us restaurants. And they'd be like, ah, oh, but that one burned down. Oh, that one closed. Burned no, down. That one's not open anymore. Yeah, lava. It's like, dude, just there's like natural there's disasters. Like two restaurants on this goddamn island the food was so bad I was gonna say, of course it we was went, what, kind of what are you gonna eat the food was so bad kind of and the only thing was that was it? good the only thing that was good was i like acai Spam. bowls and so does angela what is that it? was the only thing that was like an acai bowl it's like a like a yogurt bowl with fruit and granola in it. that's you know, hard to like, screw up you don't have to cook anything you buy yeah. yogurt no, you buy exactly. fruit you buy that granola was, that was like the only thing that was like Shit. anything worth eating the How whole time spam? we were on Do you Kauai. Have spam? No, we That's didn't have any spam. That's the spam capital of the world. Yet. Kauai? That's a big spam. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. first of all, what it. even is spam? It's just pork, it's like, like pork, like pork. Yeah, we used to love it. As yeah, kids. just spam, fried spam sandwiches. Oof. But it's funny, man. They make a ton of it. There's like a million different varieties. Hawaii, it's like the number one because. I think during the war there was so many people stationed there. Yeah, and like the GIs would give it to the local people, whatever. I don't know, but they love that shit. It's like that shit with Australia, like Vegemite or something. What is that? Oh god, I've never had it. My mom tried to bring some home from Australia, and uh, they took Vegemite was like a blender, isn't that? Or is that a Vegematic? Vitamix. 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 Yeah. Sounds the same. What is Vegemite? Just like (laughs) like. It's like um like a jam like, like made out of vegetables. Yeah. Ugh, that sounds disgusting. I know what yeah. it is. It's uh, I'll stick to Nutella. It's, it's foods. Yeah. It's it's made from leftover brewer's yeast. Oh, I mean, what the hell is that? They don't, they nobody told Ugh. them. They didn't get the memo to throw that. Australian shit out. food's got to be terrible too. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah. so so that so Kauai had terrible food, beautiful scenery, and it was nice. Like we never felt like. You never felt like uh, you were in an economically depressed part of the world mm-hmm. when you were on Kauai. Maui, on the other hand, which is much bigger than Kauai and has essentially two volcanoes, one side of Maui is basically desert and was like totally arid and really? dry. And the other side of Maui is a 10,000-foot 10, uh, mountain ho- volcano. So it goes from sea level to 10,000 feet over the course of like two miles. Wow. So on the mountain, it's always raining. 
um, and it's like a real like true rainforest. It's beautiful. But um, there, the the tweakers and the homeless people. I heard of and that. The people living There's in There's a lot cars, of like drug addiction. And yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. Like we would drive by parking lots, like a park and ride. You know, like a park and ride on the yeah. side of the highway, and there'd be four or five cars with no wheels, but people living in them on blocks, Jesus no windshield, Christ, cardboard crazy. all over them. Are these then, like so funny, like like na- like native Hawaiian people or like white people or a mix of everybody like. I think oh, it's a mix of everybody because, like, yeah, yeah, we met some kids. Like, like we met a guy. We met when we jet skiing. We met a guy who was from Michigan who came to Hawaii because he had nothing going on in Michigan, but came there with nowhere to live and lived in his friends on his friends like uh, balcony roof in a tent for like four months Jesus when he moved Christ. to Hawaii. Yeah. So, like, I think people go there maybe not expecting to find something to do but thinking uh, like well if i get there that's the hard part and the rest of it i'll figure yeah. it out but dude we there can't we, be a lot of ways so, to make it's money so ex- it's so expensive there there's no Plus, industry yeah. in hawaii yeah no you know? no, no pineapple so so funny <laughs> so so typical so <laughs> and i feel like uh <laughs> yeah so so uh, i considering that i wear jeans and boots every single day of my life i went to i went on this shorts? vacation did you look no like i went on this people? vacation with one bathing suit i oh, brought God. one bathing suit oh, for 10 this days guy the first is day we were there the first day we were there we took atvs out we took razor like side by sides out and mm-hmm. they told us when we went like wear clothes that you don't care about because they'll get ruined by the mud and I'm thinking, like, mu- what's mud? Like, I get mud yeah, on my clothes all the yeah, time. Dude, this fucking mud Black is, lava. like, dye. No, it's red. I got mud all over my bathing suit. Oh destroyed the bathing God. suit. It's completely, it's garbage. <laughs> now it's got stains all over it. My <laughs> backpack, we were covered. It was so much fun, though. It was so yeah, much bu- fun bu- ripping those things through the jungle. <laughs> no, so, so, so I'm trying to find a place to get a bathing suit the next day. So we go to a Target, and they have no bathing suits. Um, Cause it, it, this was another funny thing. So the store next door was a Ross, you know, like a TJ Maxx dress for less. Yes. So I go to Ross. I get a a West coast thing. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I, this, the, the point of the story is as I'm checking out, the girl goes, Oh, what's your zip code? I give it. She goes, Oh, where are you from? I said, New York. She goes, Oh man, New York. She goes, I would love to visit, but I just hear it's so expensive. And I look at her, I'm like, you live here. I paid like $42 for breakfast today for like two coffees yeah. and a and like a bagel. It is the most expensive. It it's makes probably New York a stale, City shitty bagel. Yeah. Terrible. My, Terrible. My, Everything is my so buddy, Gas is $5 a gallon. Yeah, my wow. Buddy, his sister used to work down Cape Cod and like waitress all summer. And then she'd go like to Vermont and she'd um, work in the hotels there, and she'd, like, do that shit. She'd just do seasonal waitressing work, and she loved it. And everybody growing up were like, oh, what a shithead she is. Is We're working away, and this girl's just, like, pottying her ass off, living the life. Like, she just would travel all over. She'd mm-hmm. live here for four months, five months, move here, move here. And then, like, you kind of get in with that group of people that live like that. So she did mm-hmm. that for, like, ten years, and uh, she's like, screw it, I'm going to Hawaii. She lasted like two months out there. She's like, I couldn't afford a gallon of milk out there. Wow. She's yeah. like, couldn't. She lived with yeah. like three other girls in like a one bedroom apartment, and they they couldn't they couldn't afford it. They like it was a yeah. crazy. I mean, thing, what is there you know? for work besides tourism? Just, just wait. Yeah, just wait. Just but it. It, yeah. like, it was just so much money though. But this girl, like, she'd live up at Killington, Vermont, for the winter. She mm. lived down the Cape. You know, she had a mm. great life. You know, she loved it. You know. 
and um, you know, she'd go to Colorado, but Hawaii, she said, I'm all set, can't do it, you know. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, we so when we everything's went jet imported, ski, you know, too. Yeah, you know, it was funny too. So when we were in when we were uh, when we were in Kauai, we were talking to a kid. He was actually from Buffalo, New York, and he was he was like doing the tour that we were on, and we were asking him for food recommendations, and he was like, "Oh, you know, so um, so Kauai and Maui both have like uh, um, cattle ranches." So you'd think there was like local beef, but in order to get the beef processed, it's it has to fly to California of course, and then fly back to like Hawaii that, yeah. because because USDA processing is so hard on the environment. I guess there's so much pollutant because I guess whatever they take out of the meat is whatever. Mm-hmm. For some reason, yeah. Hawaii has no way to USDA process their own meat in the country. <clears throat> mm. So... <clears throat> So you can't. What about like local, like like uh, well, you gotta think butcher so shops many, and so many farm, people like, there though. Yeah, there's so like, many people but there's like a. Just, uh, I'm sure locals you. Can but why? Do I'm surprised like you can't. Yeah, you know That's what I mean. So like weird. you're thinking hundreds of thousands or whatever of people. You know. You're right, I guess. I mean, I'm sure you could go to a butcher shop, but he said restaurants. He said it doesn't. They just get the meat from the mainland. Um, so maybe that's what happened but, in England, Paul. When we were there, they got that meat, that fucking shitty Hawaiian meat. Hawaiian dude. House. I don't know what the hell that but, was. <laughs> the the, the guy was saying spam that night. <laughs> he was saying you got to be careful when you go to a restaurant that you're getting. If you're if you think you're getting local, you got to ask. He goes because ninety nine percent of the time he goes the people that own the restaurants are too cheap to buy the local option. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So in Maui, we. Everybody that worked at all these things looked like they were mainlanders. Like they were all white kids from mm. from somewhere yeah, in the country. Yeah, so we did yeah. the we did we went jet skiing um, for Angela's birthday, and where where we took a little boat from the beach to the jet dock, which was in the middle of the water. And the guy's like, "Oh, where are you from?" We're from I'm like, "Oh, Long Island." He's like, "Oh, what part?" And I say the town. I say uh, he says he's from Long Island too. He was from the town over from me, <laughs> the town where the where the bagel place is. And uh, we're oh, talking. What, Glen like, Cove? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so um, we get to the jet dock, and I start talking to the guys. I'm like, I said to the, to the kids working there, I go, how do you guys afford to live here? They're like, ah, oh, you got to, like, know the right supermarket to go to and, like, <clears throat> the right coffee shop. He's like, if you don't, he's like, you'll, you'll just never, you'll never survive. Because hmm. Angela and I went and got coffee before we went jet skiing, and the coffees were $7.50 each. Wow. For a latte. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. So it's like, and, and I said, like, are the wages good? And they all looked at me and they were all kind of like, I don't know if their boss was around, but they all kind of were like. like yeah, yeah. Because how much could they be? It's not like everybody's making $30 an hour like to, yeah. to like rent jet skis out all day, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. Uh, but you can tell there's a, definitely a huge disparity because – after every piece of shit car with like a different colored door is like a lifted pickup truck, like a lifted uh, Raptor or oh. a Porsche or, you know, uh, like, and to get those expensive cars say, there. So oh yeah. It's gotta be a fortune. So like yeah. people are either driving a shitty car or a really, really nice car. Yeah. It's um, like South Africa. Which, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so anyway, it was, it was a great experience. Angela and I like, you know, obviously everyone's been asking us about it. Like, 
I would n- I would not rush to go back. I'm really glad we went, but like, mm. if I never go back there, I'm okay with that. You know, like because interesting it's, people. We saw people there from California who go all the time, and you can tell because they're like, oh, I, I, you know, like I come here because it's only a four and a half hour flight. And if I yeah. lived in California, yeah, that's sure easy. maybe it'd be yeah. a nice like retreat. But to fly across the freaking world and deal with the little airplanes and the expense. Yeah. I, we could go to the go islands. To we could have spent the same amount of money in St. Lucia yeah. and been there in two and a half hours. And no, and no one would have been able to tell us the difference between yeah. like where we were, you know? Yeah. yeah that's so. I, I think like, I don't know if I remember, but I mean, when I was a kid, like people, I don't think traveled as much as they did. Maybe they did. And I was just so sheltered. I never, I didn't realize it. Well, but, airfare was a lot yeah, more yeah, expensive that's what I'm saying. when you like, were a people kid. It was like, yeah, people just didn't, you know, shoot down to Florida. You know what I mean? But it was, um, it just seemed like if you went to Hawaii, only like rich people went to Hawaii. Like, I mm-hmm. don't think I would ever have known anybody when I was younger that ever went to Hawaii. And I don't know if it, that I'm like just imagining that. Or like you said, it's such a huge undertaking to go there. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. you know, it, it's like for me, I would go to Bermuda. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever been there, but it's like it's beautiful. It yep. seems like it's tropical. I mean, it's like off the coast of like South Carolina or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. But when you go there, I mean, it's beautiful. It's the cleanest place mm-hmm. I've ever been in my life. Like they literally yeah. scrape the crud off the ground and mm-hmm. wash the ground. It's amazing. You know, but it's uh, about the size of like Malden. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's so, it's so, it's so small. tiny. It's so tiny, but it's just, it's beautiful. You know, I'd love to go back mm-hmm. there. We went there on our honeymoon. We took a cruise X. I was too afraid to fly. Oh, nice. And it was like, <laughs> you know, you know, Christina was pregnant. We didn't know it. She was sick the whole time. You know, it just, it was oh, a disaster. From the cruise. Well, right, we thought it was the pre- cruise. Yeah. It was morning sickness, but we oh. didn't know. We didn't know she was pregnant. And, uh, you know, we, we thought it was from the cruise, and then you're, you're only there. They've changed it. The I think it's a different ship now, but when I went, it was a smaller ship, and then they took the ship, and they literally cut it in half and ex- extant, expanded it. like made it Oh, my God. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Can you imagine, like, how much does that cost? Like, like when they stretch a, a limousine. Like limb- yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a Hummer. <laughs> I took a Hummer to fucking to oh Bermuda. Oh, my God. And they, yeah, they literally stretched it out, and... Um, so when you went, you would leave like Sunday afternoon. You spent all day on the ocean Monday. Then you got there Tuesday, like afternoon. Then you had there Wednesday, but then you left Thursday to come home with all day on the ocean on Friday. And then you got back Saturday. So you're only there like a day and a half. And, you know, so I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be out in the ocean. I'll just like lay out and, you know, you know, chair and relax. It was like five minutes out of Boston you couldn't see the land and it was like you were in fucking a, a, a hurricane it was unbelievable how rough oh, it was shit. Oh. and so i was like holy shit like i thought it was gonna be smooth sailing you know so then we're actually it's kind of not funny for this poor lady but when we're heading down there this um so all the doorways have like thresholds if you've been on a cruise because if they mm-hmm. take on water they want to be able to oh, shut yeah. the thing off so I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, so dangerous. Somebody's going to, like, fall. Well, some lady falls, splits her head open. They uh, have to turn and go towards the land. Oh, because of, of, of the, like, cause of yes. the step. Yes. You have to step yes. in to, over each doorway. I got, yeah, I yeah. got pictures of it. This is from before digital photos, Paul. I got actual photos. Take the of album out. Go get it. the album. I'll have to find it. We had to turn <clears> towards shore because it was too far for the Coast Guard to come out. So they had oh. a Coast Guard plane come on out your honeymoon yeah 
they literally lowered the guy down on the Coast Guard thing. I was on the tour oh. of the bridge, and all of a sudden, they're fucking like, hey, everybody out of here. So I said to Christina, I was like, yeah, there's somebody, like, she's dead or something. And so Christina's like, she goes, I know it. She spent, like, the whole time, I thought she was sleeping with the doctor on board. She spent the whole time there. She was so sick, getting injections of, of whatever oh, no. it is, the anti-nausea medicine, the poor thing. Uh, but um, mm-hmm. they came down. They got the lady off. But then the guy had to stay on the boat. Her husband had to stay on the poor guy. And then when he got to Bermuda, he flew home. But we lost another day because of that. So we were only down there like a half day. Holy shit. Yeah. But the poor lady, you know. But coming back, it wasn't bad. Um, Like you could stay outside for a while. It did get rough at the end. But I loved it. I thought the cruise was great. I don't really remember much of it. I I was still drinking back then. And I don't really remember much of it. But it's... um, it was. I just remember like the food was amazing. It was like a lot of fun. It was a blast. I well, if you want to drink, that's like the best part yeah. about being on yeah. a cruise. Yeah, because yeah. there's the nothing else to do. A, yeah, the food. Well, was if you're amazing. a drinker or a gambler, yeah. the gambling is not. The gambling yeah. doesn't stop. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was. It was I'll a lot of fun. And the ships now are like amazing. My aunt goes when they relocate them. And so she'll be on it for like three or four weeks when they, you know, move them for the different hemispheres. Three or four seasons. weeks? Yeah. yeah. Holy you can go. So say like a ship here isn't going to be used till like next spring or whatever. They'll move it to like, um, you know, the Mediterranean or whatever. They'll You, you take it across the ocean. And yeah. Yeah. You stay on it. I'm all cruise. set. Yeah. But if you're 75 years old and you got nothing else Still. to do, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, my my so. uncle, who you guys would have met at the wedding, yeah. um, who was with my mom yeah. most of the time, he's doing a three-month-long cruise around yeah. South America yeah. starting in January. But it's it's a, it's a, it's a very expensive cruise. It's a I've heard of shit like that, yeah. yeah it's a six-figure uh, cruise. Yeah, they just... So it goes all the way around South America and stops at, like, six... I think he said 60 ports. Yes. And wow. They're going to... I think they're going to see Antarctica. I don't know if, Holy like... Holy shit. But is it, that, I mean, that it's, a big deal, that cruise? Because I heard a thing on the radio. I thought it was around the world. Maybe it was just... There's around. other ones that go for, like... Is Two hundred and fifty days. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just heard one advertise. It was a fortune. It was like a hundred thousand yeah. dollars or something. Yeah, but. this one that my uncle did. I think so. It's it's funny. He had it booked when his partner passed away. Him and his partner were going to do this cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when his partner was like not going to do, his partner knew he wasn't going to make it. Yeah. He said, "Listen, like, you know, they obviously had they they had it booked. Then they then they had to cancel it. And his partner Hal said, "Listen, you know." I still want you to go. Like once I'm gone, I, I we wanted to do this. We dreamed of going on this cruise. We, you know, like I want you to go. So Stephen booked it, and then COVID hit. So they gave him back his money. <clears throat> when he, but he still was like, I'm going. Like as soon as they allow me to rebook it, I'm going on this cruise. So when they decided to do it again, and cruise ships opened up, they they started reaching out to all the people and said, Listen, we want to do the cruise. If you book it now, we'll give you like thirty percent off. So it went from being like over a hundred to like I think yeah. ninety. I got a question. What I'm is like house dying. ticket? I'm like choking. What is house mm-hmm. ticket? <laughs> Steven need a companion? I mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you gonna do, right, Paul? I mean it's a trip around <laughs> South, I South guess. America. I mean yeah. listen. Fuck it. I mean what are you gonna do? 
<laughs> Chris is dying, the poor prick. Oh my god! All right, buddy. He's got COVID over there. Jesus Christ! I think he's got Hawaiian. The Hawaiian. Strain yeah, he's got the Hawaiian got variant. The Fiji flu. Yeah. yeah, I got the Fiji flu. Yeah. Holy oh shit. my god! Titsy fly or something? Get you? <sighs> I don't know what happened. Holy but, shit! But um, dude. anyway, so that uh, what I was gonna say was I we did a cruise around the Mediterranean when my dad was alive, mm-hmm. and we got to go to Greece. We got to go to Turkey. I bet that's and, like, cool. It was nice because you got to like I I would never say oh I really want to go to Istanbul yeah. for more than one day, and so you wouldn't like fly to Istanbul for one day and then fly home, you know. Mm. So to be able to be on the cruise, yeah, and they have it all set up too. Like it, yeah. it's all you know. You see all the good yes, you're not shit. Get it's killed. No, yeah, yeah. It's no. Well, like, you, you know, still might get killed. Yeah, I wouldn't sure. go back. I don't yeah. think I'd go I, back I, to Istanbul. Not right now. I know a family you know. that just did that, and um, it actually wasn't even that much money. I was like, "Wow, they they they're spending some Dude, serious money." It wasn't it wasn't that really, bad. It was something it's like really inexpensive. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really affordable. I was surprised. It was pretty cool too. But um, I had tenants that were from Turkey. Yeah, nice people. I mean, the yeah, people the were very nice, but yeah. like they they. I mean, there's definitely for every for every five nice people, there's one yeah. person that wants to rob you. Um, Mm. and you can just see it like you walk through the grand bazaar and like there's always like that that person who's like checking your looking at your purse or your backpack and seeing how tight it is on you and um i'm sure it's much worse now with everything going on africa was pretty bad they were they have like a uh like a person go with them to the you know the Whatever the market stuff like that yeah you just Mm -hmm. won't come back from those places yeah yeah it's like don't come back I mean, she said you would buy something and they would pull it out of your hand. Like somebody would come in the store and pull it out of your hand and like drag you into their shop, and they would make you like pay them to wrap it to travel. So it was mm. like a complete or ship it home. Or like the cops yeah. will come pull you over and say yeah. like you got to pay us or we're taking your car. Yeah, it was like a complete scam. Mm-hmm. But you just paid it. It was just you know the way it was. You know everybody was in on the gig. You know. You know what's so funny? So that's actually one of the things that. I was saying about being in Hawaii versus being on the island. So like, like I've seen these videos. You guys have probably seen them on like Facebook of there's, there's this dude, I think he's from Belgium or something. And he goes to all these like little islands or like places in India where you can like do excursions, but it's all, they all just extort the shit out of you. Like you'll rent a scooter Mm -hmm. and then they'll tell you to get the insurance and then you'll get the insurance and then somebody will hit you on the scooter and then they'll say, oh, well, the insurance doesn't cover it. Yeah, give us $500 or you're going to like, you know, whatever. The thing about being in Hawaii versus being on the islands was all the excursions we did, I never felt unsafe. Because you're still in America. You know, like, yeah, we're still in America. Yeah. Exactly. With Americans. Like, yeah. I would never go zip lining in the DR. Like, oh, I would yeah, never dude. go on a small airplane in any of the islands. I would That's... never do half the shit we did. But in... Hawaii, we like, you know, I'm with like, we were with like two kids in their like late 20s from the Midwest, yeah. like hooking us up and like giving us instructions, English to English, you know, like, yeah, it, it just made me feel like so much better. But yeah. we probably spent three times as much yeah, on every why, single yeah, one of those excursions. It's worth yeah. it because you're still alive. Yeah. That's why you're paying. Exactly. Well, we had that discussion 100%. when I was down in the Dominican. It was, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. I don't know, whatever. It, it was less than 10. But anyways, um, they were like, oh, you want to go scuba diving? I'm like, yeah, let's go scuba diving. So like, okay, you know, meet the tour here. 
So we stayed mm-hmm. at the Hot Rock Cafe, which it was okay, I thought, and I guess it's supposedly like the best resort down there, but mm-hmm. it was it was okay. But anyways, uh, we for got a long this, time like, it was like the only place that was good to stay. Yeah, we got like in this van and we head out of the resort, and I'm like, what? did i just get myself into and immediately (laughs) these two guys in motorcycles were like literally 80 miles an hour right up our bumper and me and my buddy were in the back of the van it has no windows it could literally touch the headlight of these guys and they just follow us the whole way and we're going i'm like are we getting like hijacked here like it was the craziest (laughs) thing and then when we got back i noticed you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. There's only one entrance into the resort and it's like a 30-foot-high wall around the whole thing oh, all yeah. the way to the ocean. I was like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? I'm, like, in prison. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. I had, like, two more days. I don't think I slept 10 minutes. I was just, like, terrified. I was like, this is so crazy, you know. And, it, mm-hmm. and it's sad because these countries are so, you know, it's like tourism. You know, you just see the good side of it, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. it's, um, you know, it, it is kind of hairy when you go to these places. But it's great how we went yeah. from a food channel to a travel channel. Yeah, we yeah. hit it all. <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, I got a, I got a new tool to talk did about. You? He, he sure did. Week. I'm almost as happy as he is. Oh my god! And and the story of how I and the story of picking it up is just is a hundred percent perfect. I should have filmed the whole thing because what a fucking disaster! So I I finally got a forklift. I'm very happy. Nice. I'm very yeah. excited. I uh, I I almost I think I talked about it on one of the other episodes, but I almost bought one like a month ago. Yeah, three thousand dollars, but it had a a phantom leak and it needed transmission fluid otherwise it wouldn't drive and didn't you get one for three thousand dollars what's that didn't you get one for a wedding gift yeah well (laughs) sort of (laughs) um and i have to uh publicly thank jimmy for that one yeah um but uh so i i found this at the same time i was looking at two one was three grand and one was five grand and the five grand $5,000 $5,000 one, a guy had bought from a dealer and it didn't work in his yard because he told me that his yard was mud. 
spoiler alert, it was 100% mud, and there's no, I don't know what the hell this guy was thinking, thinking that he could ever have a forklift, let alone <laughs> this one. He needs a, a skid steer with tracks and a recovery skid steer to get his oh skid steer out. God. This yard was literally the backyard of a house that it had to be an it had to be a two acre backyard of a house in a residential neighborhood with school buses and boats and landscaping. Where in Long Island is and this? And trailers, Patchogue, which is where Luke and Priscilla Smith live, which like used to be more like a farming and like oh, blue collar okay. community, and it still sort of is. So it must be an old like probably two or three acre plot. Anyway, so for this guy had this thing listed for five grand. He was trying to break even on it. And it just wouldn't – he it stayed up. No one was buying it. So when I went and looked at the $3,000 one, I was kind of discouraged when I saw the $3,000 one and realized that it wasn't for me. So I just messaged the dude with the $5,000 one. I said, listen, if you'll take four grand, i will buy it from you this weekend. He messaged me back and said, okay, that's fine. So I'm thinking that the next day I'm going to get this forklift. This is like three weeks ago. And the guy just doesn't answer me. And for, so – he doesn't answer me. He doesn't answer me. Then it's getting closer to me going away on my honeymoon. So I'm like, dude, I really don't want you to sell this forklift while I'm away on my honeymoon. Like, just let me know when I can come and look at it. Doesn't answer. Doesn't answer. So finally, while I'm away in Hawaii, Matt gets in touch with the guy. Cause I wanted Matt to go and look at it. And, um, Matt goes, looks at it and goes, listen, the thing looks great. He goes, but it is stuck. He goes, this guy's yard oh. is mud. So I, I talk to the dude. I go, hey, I want to get the forklift. So he tells me when to go. I call a, a tow truck company, which I had already set up, and tell the guy to meet me there 8 o'clock. I get there 8 o'clock. The forklift is there, starts right up. It's buried up to the axles in the mud already. As soon as I get there, it won't, it won't move. So I'm thinking, like, all right, well, let me, while I'm waiting for the flatbed guy, let me call this guy and ask him if he can you know help me get it out so i call the guy no answer i text him no answer i still haven't paid for it so i'm like dude i'm here i'm with the forklift i just drove i just tried to drive it who do i pay he goes oh my dad lives around the block just go and pay him so i leave i pay this his dad his dad answers the door in his underwear he has no idea that i'm coming I, i couldn't i can't make this up it's like the most ridiculous thing i call the flatbed guy he's like i'll be there in 10 minutes Meanwhile, there's a boat right in front of where the forklift is. So I can't pull the forklift out, and it's a big-ass boat on a triple-axle trailer. Oh, my God. That is a big boat. There's there's sections of this yard that people clearly got stuck in and tore up the dirt. So I'm terrified that I'm going to get the sprinter stuck, you know, like wherever I drive. <laughs> so finally, the flatbed guy calls me. He goes, hey, I'll be there in five minutes. I go, okay, listen, I'm trying to get this thing out of the mud. It's stuck in the mud. Uh, I'm going to try to rock it out. He goes, all right, well, whatever. Worst case scenario, we'll winch it out. While I'm trying to rock it out, it runs out of propane. Uh. <laughs> so I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. It's, it's 8.30 on a Saturday morning on Long Island. There's no, I'm thinking there's nobody available. So I start calling forklift places in the area on Long Island, just going, hey, do you have propane? Do you have propane? Finally, one of them tells me about a small welding supply like 10 minutes away. I call the flatbed guy. I run to the welding supply. I fill the tank with with propane. I drive back, get the thing to start. The flatbed guy is able to use a snatch block on the, on the, the, the sidewall of his flatbed and his winch to pull the forklift out of the mud. We get it on the back of the truck. 
and we get it back to the shop. Now, it does have a slight... Uh, it has that coolant issue. So yeah. on the forklift, essentially what is like the carburetor, I talked to Chris Cash about it. He said it's called the vaporizer. Um, and uh, mine, I think, has probably some contaminant that's blocking the flow of coolant. So essentially when I run the forklift for an extended period of time, the what would be the carburetor is icing up and it's freezing and it's stopping the flow of propane, which is causing the forklift to stall. Um, but other than that, the thing works awesome. Um, I got it stuck in the gravel a couple times, but it was my own fault is because if the forks are all the way down and the boom is leaned forward, mm-hmm. it'll actually bottom out because of the way it's tipping. And then it, as soon as it gets that resistance, it, it'll be enough to, for me to break traction. And then uh, I spin out. Is that how all so, forklifts um, are? Or is that just that brand model style? I, I think it might be like just a combination like a, of the size of the wheels. That's you know. what I'm wondering. Like, did somebody change something on it? To... I just think I'm not aware of how far I can tip the forks forward before I hit the ground. I'm just, like, not sure yet. What's so, hitting the ground? The, the forks or thing? the actual, like, boom? No, no, just the, the forks. Not the, not the mass. Not the mass. Just the forks. So oh, the forks always hit them? the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happens yeah, if you but, pick but, them but, back up? I'm f- but the thing is, once I slide out in the gravel, and you dig a hole. It has yeah. A, oh, oh, it has I gotcha. a um, and it has a limited slip differential in the front. Mm-hmm. So once one wheel breaks traction, you're you're stuck. Yeah, nothing works. Yeah. Mm. So once one wheel starts spinning, the other wheel doesn't move. So it's not like you can yeah. put power to that wheel. So anyway, I'm I'm figuring it out. The only other thing that's wrong with it that is not an expensive fix, but I'm a little concerned is the sidewall on one of the tires has a tear in it. And since it's oh. fully pneumatic in the front, I'm worried that under load, that sidewall Things could blow out. Blast. <laughs> so I, I already, I already found new tires. It's actually they're they're really not that expensive. Oh, it's really? Like 250 bucks. Wow. For brand new, super knobby uh, front tires for that I would machine. just put them on. So I think I'm yeah. I think I'm gonna wait for the winter to be over. Just because of like whatever, I'm probably not going to use it very much, mm-hmm. and I don't want to buy new tires. And then like if these tires get dry rotted over the winter, I, it's fine, you know. So I'll probably wait it out a little bit. Um, but it's it's, I feel so much better knowing that I have it. Oh, like yeah. just knowing that if I need to load or unload something, and it it makes it all the way up my driveway, all the way to the street. Your steel supplier is going to be very happy. Oh, I know, I know. Um, so it's it's great. So it's it's a big it's a big day for me, and um, I'm I'm trying to like learn a lot about it, and I want to get the service manual. But everything I've read, like it's a Nissan Datsun. Like if I keep take care of it, it'll run forever. Yeah. You know. Um. So and it is really clean. Like the motor is is spotlessly clean. It doesn't have any leaks. Um. And it's it's cool. It'll lift like almost twenty feet too. It's got really? like a triple wow. mast. Yeah. So um, it is a little light, though. It can only lift 2,700 pounds. Like I was reading online, like, you know, it's like a 3,000-pound machine. So it's a little yeah. small. Like, and eventually, if I have a bigger shop, it'd be nice to get a bigger forklift. But mm-hmm. in the meantime, that's perfect that's for what you're, what you're doing now. Crane. Yeah. Oh, it definitely beats the engine crane. Mm. And now what I mean, like, you know, like I want to go get the power hammer. Right, like this now you takes can getting the power it. hammer into yeah, and and it's only six and a half feet tall, so it'll drive into my shop. Wow, through the doors. Did you go in with it yet? Which is 
No, dude, I, come on. Drive through. I can't oh, hear the doors of my shop. I got sandbags. I got enough sandbags uh, to stop a, a stop it's a like a military tank. bunker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you could stop a Sherman tank with my my sandbags. So, but that's I got a couple new tools this week. But that's the real big one. I got um, a new tool. But, What'd you a, get? A new old tool. New, old. The dust collectors finally hooked oh, up, and yeah. oh my god, just so nice. How so great nice is not it? Not to have to breathe MD. Oh, just, just so nice to just not have dust everywhere. Wait, so did you not have great. a dust collector at all for your CNC? No, it, well, I, I had a small one. It basically, it like sucked the dust up, like so, like the fine particles. It, but it, it really redistributed it. Yeah, it mm. just put it everywhere else. You know, it got it away from me for now. It made it fine, fine particles, so you didn't realize you were actually breathing them in. Yeah. But um, no, it took like the fine dust out, but just nothing heavy. It would wouldn't pick up or anything. So like last night um, was the second time I surfaced the board. Like before, I'd have to have like two vacuums, and mm. you know this. It was just so nice. It, it, I mean, the thing, I I didn't think I was gonna get it in here, and I've been cleaning my shop for like the last two weeks, rearranging Dude, stuff. The fact that you have a four by eight CNC down there yeah. is like building a car in yeah, that basement. So yeah. anything else will fit. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. But. I thought it was going to be easier to get in here than it was, but I had to take it apart. It came apart real easy, and I took it apart like in like four pieces, and they all fit in. And the the tough part was getting that motor on top. Oh my god, I thought I was going to kill myself because it has the impeller on it. I, <laughs> oh, and did you fix whatever? It had like a clicking well, no, noise it was or something. Funny. Keith said there was two screws inside there. I thought one of them must have been it, and I can it's hear what he was complaining around. about. It's, mm-hmm. um, I think what happens is when it creates the vacuum, it pulls together so tight. Mm-hmm. I don't think something's hitting, but you can hear a slight metal, like, t- like not hitting. Like tinging? It, it's, yeah, it's, it's very odd. So I don't know if something's just hmm. barely touching or whatever, but I'll put up with it. You know what I mean? For the price I yeah. paid for this thing, it just, yeah. it's, it's, it's so good. It's so nice. So I, I love it. And it, I've just been happy that it's forced me to clean up my shop. And the previous owner of it's going to be making a special guest appearance here this weekend. He He's um, oh, performing nice. all weekend here. Yeah. So he was adamant that I cleaned my shop up. And, um, boy, he wasn't coming up. So I've been picking up. And uh, I might have another mystery guest here as well uh, on Saturday. So. We'll see how well, that pans that out, is. but um, yeah, nobody knows. It's a mystery, but um, that's that's exciting though, dude. That's a big oh, dude, that's a so big nice. upgrade for you, yeah, and it worked out really well. Yeah, I mean, I remember when we were when we when yeah, I th- I found it first, yes, right? Yes, yep, yep. And I mean, I got it, but back it was funny. In, uh, May I think I picked it up while we were filming the TV show. I drove to his house mm-hmm. and got it, and it's been up at Jimmy's, and then I finally went up there and got it. And I was just like, oh, God, I am never going to get this thing in here. You know, it's just, it just so big. But the thing, when I turned that thing on for the first time, I was like, holy shit. I turned, I turned it on the first time. I didn't have um, the barrel underneath it. <laughs> oh, my God. It spit up so much <laughs> dust. I thought I was on oh Oahu my God. on the desert. You're side. out of your mind. Oh, my God. It was crazy. It was like on for literally like a half a second, and it was enough. But it just, yeah, this thing's got some odd so torque. Funny. So went from like a three-quarter horsepower to three horsepower. So it's nice. Wow. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, it's funny when when we found that um, mm-hmm. when we found that dust collector, mm-hmm. I found it just as a dust collector, and then I saw who was selling it, yeah. and all of a sudden I was like, "Wait a second! Yeah, I know that name." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, it, which, it all which, just worked I don't out. Understand? It, so when I first used it, I was uh, I was cutting some HDU, and like all the the sawdust, well, like the whatever you want to call it, the dust from it was settling in the barrel. So it's got a cyclone with a barrel, and then it's got the like the bag for the fine stuff. So the, mm. all of it went in there. And I was like, well, it makes sense. It's actually like little chips of plastic, so they're heavy. But when I surfaced the MDF, um, all the dust from that is in the barrel, like fell down in the cyclone. You know what I mean? Like, so hmm. it didn't go all the way through to, like, the fine bag. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How the hell does that happen? I mean, I know it obviously hits the thing or whatever. Yeah, there's and it something. And spins and it falls. Yeah. But it's just amazing. Like, literally, the MDF dust is all in the barrel. It's like nothing hmm. really goes through it. You know, I guess very, very fine dust must be through it or whatever. But it's just amazing how it works. And it's just so nice the way it unloads and, you know, it just flick the lever and the barrel comes mm-hmm. out and it just it's so nice i, I love it i love it love it yeah love it's a, it, so. that's a really nice that's a really nice yeah. dust collector yeah um, so thank you for the help getting that so i made a modification yeah, to that dust collector you did you did a little bit of you here so it's, it's and I, was, I made a modif- what did you have to do to it i think Keith. the top of it to, the handle to, yeah to do the handle. oh when when it was his when yeah, it was his it only went, oh that's so funny. yeah I yeah that. yeah it only oh, man, went it's... like a quarter so like the things that hit the filter just oh, only shit. went a couple inches each way now you can spin it so it goes all the way. Yeah, that, that didn't oh, make any to sense knock to me the stuff off the filter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then yeah. I did it on. He came to my house when I was just in my garage, and I yeah. had like literally no. I looked. He needed me to TIG weld it. And I looked. There was literally no argon in the tank. I'm like, holy shit! I did it with like seconds left to spare. I think right as like, I finished, I ran out of argon. The last breath. Like, yeah. So, but yeah, no, that's I love funny. It. It's nice. That's nice great. I'm yeah. very happy for you. Yeah. I surfaced my uh, CNC for the first time, and yeah. I could not. I have a pretty good dust collector on yeah. that thing, and yeah. I couldn't it still keep makes up. A mess. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. And I, I, I had a two and a half inch. Yeah. surfacing bit and i had the boot like i was gonna all say did down, you put the it... bit way up high because i put the bit like all the way in so that way the boots are down as far as it can be well i can you know? my i can move mine up and down yeah, the see, boot mine i can't but oh my god it was and yeah. it was because i was i we were um the last like sculpture job that i did right before i went on my honeymoon we uh eric from shishinu he um it was actually really cool. I've never, I wouldn't have, thought, I didn't really think to do it this way, but we had to make a mitered aluminum box to go around this sculpture. And he had done everything in fusion, and he actually modeled the miters in fusion. And then we used the 90 degree V bit and cut the aluminum out yeah. and mitered it on my CNC. Mm-hmm. And the miters oh. were perfect yeah. because of the way that he did it. But the problem was, the first one we did, my spoil board wasn't fully flat. Yeah. So the miter on one side was perfect, and the miter on the other side was not deep enough. Uh-huh. And then once that got fucked up because they were so precise, it was really hard to like yeah. correct for it. Yeah. So we had to surface the spoil board and all that stuff. But um, 
it did wind up working. Uh, it did wind up working out really good. But yeah, I I couldn't believe the amount of dust. It made me want to get like a better dust boot. But yeah, even even know. with this, like there was a lot of dust. It, like not really in my shop, but like on the machine and stuff like that. It yeah. wasn't so bad that made me get up and use a vacuum. Like I just you know sucked it up after. But uh, mm-hmm. it um yeah they they make special bits for that that you can um because like certain signboard it's got like that um. I forget what you call it. It's um, like aluminum clad with like plastic, mm-hmm. like corrugated inside. Yeah, and you yeah. You use a V bit on it, and that way you can like fold it up and stuff like that. You know, that's they, cool. They, I forget what they call it, but yeah, we know. made it out of solid aluminum. Yeah, I'm thinking of getting a like basically like a dust collector, like a big like blower that I can hook a hose mm-hmm. up to 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 suck all the just concrete dust up off the floor and just blow it outside through like a hole in the wall yeah because it's just there's so much dust on the floor from driving the forklift around and just moving yeah. things and moving sawhorses and steel dust stuff? what call, dust you, stuff the like the compound the clean sweep the, the, the clean sweep oh compound. no you should really get some of that you can yeah. buy it like in a 55 gallon drum and just throw look it around it and it um it just it like just keeps the i don't know if it like adds moisture like i know like people like outside they throw i huh. think it's like either calcium chloride or magnesium chloride like regular like that white pellet rock salt stuff yeah and that makes moisture i don't know how it does it but it like wet stuff but huh. um but yeah that clean sweep stuff chris what do they use like on construction sites to make the ground wet is it like calcium chloride or magnesium chloride do you ever see it well it's like the white pellets it looks like i mean i I well we use we use so it's funny in my jobs because a lot of them are osha regulated you have to use clean sweep Mm -hmm. to keep the dust down Mm -hmm. because you can't allow the dust to linger in the air on the job site but but a lot of times they just use the clean sweep, but they spray with a water bottle first, mm-hmm. and then they yeah. use the clean sweep. But it makes yeah. a difference. You know what you should get, Paul? I and I, you should keep your eye out at auctions and get a small ride on. That's what I want. Floor I've, floor been, I've been looking because I one. bet you could find one pretty. Like, yeah. I bet you could find a good deal on one. Yeah, I'm even going to rent one. Thing to look for on market. Yeah, you have to. yeah if you see any, Chris, let me know because that's something yeah. I would buy. Um, and you have, even, the, you have the just you can justify it. You yeah. have enough room. Oh my you know? god! It's like, place so big, you definitely need yeah. something like that. And all that dust is so nasty. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's bad. And I was I'm even thinking about renting one just for a weekend and just cleaning the place. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, and, yeah. until I could I find if one. You could, dude. I just found one in Shelton for a Get out of here! Bucks. Send it to me right now. Yep. <laughs> Needs a new battery and a new tire. All right, well, yeah, floor so scrubber cool. walk behind. It's not a ride on, it's a walk behind. Yeah. See, the problem is there's some that are like um some just, sweep some it, just some collect it. Some yeah, just like some scrub just, the floor? Yeah, some with, just push it. Yeah. Some and then some, it, some vacuum it. it. I need a yeah. vacuum. Yeah. All right, no, well, you'll you have to figure to out what this one is, but it's in um, Shelton. I got to look at that. Billy goats. It looks, like a lawn, it looks like a lawnmower, yeah, yeah. but it's got a bag behind it. Uh, Actually, you know, mm-hmm. I wonder if my brother still had his. He was trying to get rid of it. But it's like, it looks like a lawnmower, but it's got like a bar across the front, and it's a vacuum. Mm-hmm. It's got a bag on the back, and it'll vacuum up leaves and dirt, and you yeah, can like yeah. put branches in it. Huh. But like Billy Goat was like a brand name of it. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, um, even you just mentioned my, my town just banned leaf blowers, oh, yeah. and I was oh, joking my. about how everybody's just gonna have one of those. Yeah, yeah. They, they banned leaf blowers, uh, 
on you yeah, can't a lot use of places them around here. Uh, yeah, for no noise. Gas powered leaf yeah. blower. Yeah, yeah, for the noise. Power. So for what are like lawn mowing? It d- like doesn't matter. The leaf they got to use electric. Yeah, they got to use. I electric. think it's the leaf blowers because like around here, like this time of year, people have the really nice lawns. They'll just be, you know, they have like three guys with backpack blowers going for like two hours, just blowing into piles and stuff. I mean, hey, the, the, you know what to do? Move to Malden. Move to Malden. You will not hear a backpack blower going for three hours because nobody's got that kind of lawn, you know? Yeah. That's what we were saying with that last storm, these people in this beautiful neighborhood, it was all in the woods. Like, we haven't had power in two days. And me and Christina mm-hmm. looked at each other like, come to Malden. We haven't lost it in 25 years. You'll never <laughs> lose you your go. power. You'll be fine. I'll trade with you even. But um, <laughs> I was watching on the Sunday morning news today. They had a story about lithium for batteries, how everything's going battery power. And they're talking lawnmowers, mm. leaf blowers, and everything. But they were saying for cars, Tesla, they had a factory they showed it was for panasonic they make all the tesla batteries it's like one half of the tesla factory they make like two billion batteries a year but they were saying that the united states harvests all um this lithium and it's only less than two percent of what we consume so they were saying how like you know everybody wants electric cars to get off of gas so we're not you know like desperate to get like you know fossil fuels dependent on that but they're saying it's going to be worse. We're going to be so dependent on lithium. But they have yeah. all these people who are protesting because I guess to process the lithium is really, really nasty. Of course, for the environment. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, they're like, we're trying to save the world with cleaner cars, but we're going to destroy it processing lithium. You know, and, and then when you have to dispose like, of yeah, them when the batteries yeah. go bad. Well, that's I think the big thing is the hydrogen fuel cells. Yeah. Yeah, one of our garages at work, we had one like 20 years ago. We had a hydrogen. Wow. It was like It was like a um, shipping container they brought to our garage at the pizza parlor, and they put it outside, <laughs> and uh, it was on the news and everything, and water would be like pouring out of it all the time. And it was, um, it was a hydrogen cell. It was a fuel cell, and uh, it made um, electricity. It never really worked. They were always there working on it, and it was like supposed to like power up one of our offices and stuff. It never. They were using anything. a generator to run it. Yeah, they were just using yeah, a gas yeah, generator yeah. right next door yeah. to it. Yeah, crazy. But it, no, it's just funny how you think like, oh, the electric car is going to save all the, all the problems, but then it's like. You know, you need all this lithium for all these batteries. And that's what they were showing. One of the, like, bigwigs from, uh, I think it was Tesla, he left and he started his own battery recycling company. Because he's mm-hmm. like, I watched a video like, about you know, that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. interesting. I was like, wow, you never, well, at least I don't think of that shit. But um, There's an interesting, uh, there was a guy on Joe Rogan a couple of years ago um, who was talking about how Mexico has one of the biggest, like, lithium uh, deposit like one of the biggest lithium areas to mine, biggest lithium mines, and how like the Chinese have been buying up land in Mexico because oh, they know that yeah. that's what everyone's going to be killing themselves for uh-huh. is going to be, uh, you know, is going to be the lithium. So yeah, I, I invested in a some a lithium company. Go, going back to our but stock did you tips, invest, nice. but did you invest in Sheeb? Is the question. What is that shit? The latest, the latest and greatest. Uh, Sheep is that garbage scam. coin. Yeah. Yeah, crypto scam. It's just another crypto scam. But I have fifteen million. Did you hear about myself. that one on Clubhouse, Chris? <laughs> Sheeb? 
Yeah, I have a couple of top influencers that I follow yeah. very, uh, very closely. Oh, and I wanted to make sure that, that I was. Shit. Yeah, dude. So I actually, it's funny. I actually downloaded an NFT like marketplace app. Yeah, I don't even know what it's called, and. I consider myself like very technologically savvy. Like I, I've never come across like an electric, like a computer that I can't figure out how to use. Uh-huh. I cannot, for the fucking life of me, <laughs> figure out how to buy an NFT. Not that I want to buy one, but, but just like the oh, process, like Open Sea. It's like, it's funny. Everything. I feel like, I feel like computers have gone in this like this this. Uh, kind of balloon right so like computers used to be all code right then they Mm -hmm. made them into like guided like user interface the like gui system gui Mm -hmm. which is what made them easy for everybody to use but there still was some code then they became super easy for everybody to use you know ipads and iphones and, and macbooks now this new shit the apps are made with all these like shapes like a child's toy so that they look appealing so that there's no fucking words on anything it's just shapes and you have to figure out and like decipher some of these stupid app like like tell me what you can do with this app what the hell is that this That's is the, the nft app there Gross. is no you there's no way Gross. to do anything let me ask you a question. So are you old enough to remember, like, when you were in high school, could you take computer languages as courses, like basic we, and Fortran we didn't, and all that shit? No, we didn't have computer language, but we had semester. a class that was yeah, all on we floppy disks. We oh, had a yeah. class where you got a floppy <laughs> disk at the beginning of the class, and that was what all your stuff for the class was on. And you had to keep that floppy disk. If you lost yeah. it, you got in big trouble. I always wondered, like, all the nerds I went to school with that, like, I remember this one kid, he, like, took basic fortran cobalt whatever the hell they were i guarantee he's a multi-millionaire right now i'm sure he is <laughs> i had a teacher when i was in college dummies right it was when um oh, it was when t- uh, not tumblr dummy what was it wordpress maybe i think it was wordpress it was when wordpress was like wordpress was like the first way to make a website before squarespace mm-hmm. without having yeah. to know how to code yeah. and we were in like a programming class because i was learning how to build my own website um, and that's how I learned how to build my own website in Dreamweaver, which is like with all the code, like with the JavaScript code and like the back end. Like now I would never I wouldn't do that in a set in, in a million years because Squarespace makes it so goddamn easy. There's no reason to make a custom website like ever again. Mm-hmm. But like back then, he the guy literally said he's like, if you're interested in this and, and it feels like something that you're good at and you want to do. He's like, go on the WordPress website, spend, they have, they had like a WordPress EDU where you could learn how to do all the high level shit on WordPress. He's like, if you read through this and actually take all their classes, he's like, I could almost guarantee you that you'll get a job as a computer programmer and make a ton of money if this is what you want to do with your life. Because that was like the time of it, you know, like 2008, 2009, when if you built a career as a programmer in today's world, you're probably like writing apps and like, you know, flying private. You know what I mean? Like there was there's it's same thing with this NFT shit where people that I think that, you know, if you got it on the ground floor, yeah, I'm sure you're probably killing it. Mm. But most everybody else is just going to not get shit. I mean, there's people selling pixelated pictures that are, like, four pixels high by four pixels wide of, like, a rock. It'll be, like, a $200,000. It's just, yeah. we're getting we're getting crazy now. And I'm worried it's there's going to be some sort of, 
it's of, gotta a, fall of a collapse. Gotta fall Tesla's out. worth a hundred times what it should be worth. It's like it doesn't even nothing mm-hmm. makes sense anymore. We're all, we're all screwed up. Yeah, I don't understand. My, yeah, Tesla's killing it, dude. Yeah, it it doubled from when I bought it. It's insane. Wow. It's insane. For I what? don't know. Well, it's because because the you know some company bought a, a one of the rental companies bought a thousand or something or ten thousand of them, right? Yeah. Anyway, Paul, how'd your uh, building go? You put a building it, up. It it recently. went well. It went pretty well. It, 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 besides the fact that. So, like, the situation with this job was we took over the job from another steel company, and, God, uh, boy, did they screw up every end of the, every end of the job that they were responsible for. How did you wind up for. with it? The client reached out to you and said, Yeah, like, the GC, yeah. Like, so, oh, I don't know what it. the story was. Like, at first it was like they said, oh, they were too busy, they couldn't finish it. And now I think there's more to it. Like, they, they didn't do mm. such a great job. And they're like a union shop, too. But, um... Really? Yeah, they... And there, it was their detailer was bad. Like, it was just a big mess. The first thing that happened was I showed up to the job site and I looked down at all the anchor bolts, which were previously installed. And they were all, most of them were supposed to be one inch. And they were all three quarter inch anchor bolts. So it's like. And it was called out as one inch. One how inch. Did, how did you fix it, Paul? I ta- last time I talked to you, you were just telling me. We didn't me fix it, it yet. Oh, be- shit. But because okay. <laughs> we were able to put the things in. <laughs> Sorry. Um. So, so what happened was, like, the holes in the plates, which is another thing. They were, like, oddly big even for one inch. I originally thought they were even bigger than one inch because the holes were, like, one in 15 sixteenths. That's what they spec'd out for the base plates on the plans. Maybe they just wanted extra room, like, to move the columns around in case, like, the, the anchor bolts weren't laid out exactly where they should have been. Um, and then the other smaller columns had, what was it, like, inch and three sixteenths holes. Um which is big for three-quarter inch, because those ones were supposed to be three-quarter inch. Um, but anyway, everything was three-quarter inch. The holes were way too big. You couldn't use a... Like, the the nut would almost go through the hole, like a three-quarter inch nut. So we had to use... Uh, <laughs> like fender the, washers. Yeah, we had plate washers that we made out of, like, three-eighths plate, which are part of the job, which ended up being big enough to, to hold the columns up temporarily. Mm. And one of the threaded rods was so screwed up, I couldn't get a nut on low enough to sit the column on top of because the way it works with these columns is you put nuts on the threaded rod you level those nuts and then you drop the column on top and then you put more Mm -hmm. nuts on the top i couldn't on one of the rods i couldn't get a nut all the way down so i'm like screw it let's just put three on and then we'll like wedge the column up or something you know because three would hold it up like if you if you if you dropped (laughs) it on three nuts and then put four on the top the one diagonal from the missing nut would hold it yeah, up because it would be intention but this is what i didn't account for is that when we put the column on and then we started to plumb it up the the rod diagonal to the missing one was i saw it the column leaned over oh. and then as they were cranking the nut on the top to bring it back i saw the rod coming out of the ground i'm like holy shit i jump on the the lift with nothing, you know, just run out, like jump on with a strap. The crane's there. I'm like, we got to put a strap on this now and hold it up with the crane. I'm up there 30 feet in the air with a thing that might fall over onto the lift. I get the strap on the crane, like, like cables up and like holds the thing. And we ended up welding like a big block underneath. And, but I'm like this, there's no way that rod should have moved a fraction of an inch because what they do is 
You take nuts. And these were precast. These, yeah, these were precast. Yeah, because oh the God. old school one was like a J, like a hook at the end of the anchor yeah, bolt. Yeah, J hook. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But those are no good because they found that those can actually, under enough pressure, will pull right out of the hole. It'll bend it'll right around. Out. It'll straighten out. So now what they do is they take a nut and they weld it to the bottom of the rod and they embed that whole thing in the concrete. And I'm thinking, did they not do that on any of these things? So not only are they too small, but also I'm not so sure there's nuts on the bottom of these. They might have just stuck the threaded rod in the concrete and the little bit of friction from the threads is holding it into place. I'm like, this is not good. That's why I get like leery about, and I know like you use it on smaller stuff, but like that's why I don't ever I, I have a hard time trusting the the two part epoxy with just the threaded rod because I well, feel like you like got to clean force, out the hole. Yeah, under like enough the, force, I just feel like you'd rip it out. I don't know. There's different grades of it, and like mm-hmm. like Hilti makes some, and then there's like lesser grade ones that like other companies make. But like there's a Hilti shit that's like fifty dollars a tube, like super mm-hmm. strong. But if you clean out the hole, good. It, it forms like a chemical bond with the concrete. Like, that shit is really, really strong. Um, um, and ask, once you get to a certain... Melina Del Valle, or whatever her name was, the woman that got killed in the big dig tunnel. In well, that, I don't oh, know, yeah. Shit, the shit that was glued yeah. to the ceiling? Yeah, the shit that was glued, the anchor bolts that were glued to the ceiling. That's, that's not good. Yeah, no. It is amazing though how strong those epoxies yeah. are and stuff. I mean, it is amazing how they do that. It doesn't. It doesn't really make sense though how it does work. It though. is weird, it, and if it, if you've crazy. ever like worked with it, like when you put the rod in and a little bit like squeezes out the top, you could like it'll just crack and chip away like with a little chisel. Like it's not. Yeah. I'm like, why is this shit so strong? But it obviously, it doesn't seem like it is. Or like yeah. it should be, but it, obviously it is because they call out for it on like you know it's 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 a mm-hmm. widely used thing. But for jobs this size, you don't do it. You pre you you, you set them in place and pour the concrete around them. But so I don't know if they did it properly because they screwed everything else up. And then one whole lower section, they must have screwed up the layout of the the anchor bolts because like the whole section there was four beams it wasn't a square they were all at like different angles so they must have been skewed a little bit and then all the beams in between that connected to them were all like too short or one was too long or one was, no they were all too short and i'm like what the hell because we didn't do the detailing at all we were just we just received all this oh got it and so it's just like a bunch of change orders now and then like i think the gc like has to go back to them and like work the whole thing out you know we just were we we just yeah, did just what we were supposed to do. Yeah, yeah you just got you got to get um, either way. And then like there was obvious mistakes in the detailing. Like once you get there and start putting things up, and you start looking at things, and you're like, this doesn't make any sense. And then you look in the plan, and you're like, okay, that was clearly wrong. There was no way of knowing until you start putting the steel up. Um, but it was just a pain in the ass. So there was like a bunch of delays. Um, which you know, what are you gonna do? Um, but we got it up in, in two days. And the first half of the first day, it was like a total waste because it was just all mistakes. We'd put something up. We'd go to, like, put the bolts in, and the holes wouldn't even come close to lining up. We'd have to take it back down, get something else. But, I mean, we we got it all up in the oh two days that we God. had because I did not want to spend another— That's got to be frustrating. You know, day with the crane. Um, 
But, you know, we the last piece we put up, we had to go back and get more material and, like, refabricate the piece on site because the plans were messed up. We put it up in the dark with flashlights. Um, but... That's what happened out. when I was in Vermont. We we my the guy I was working for was trying to only have the crane for one day. Yeah. So we worked into the night, and the, finally the crane operator was like, "Dude, he's like, I, I can't, like I can't. Not like, we were there twelve hours. He's like, oh, this is yeah, this is like, this can't happen, you know." Um. So he had to come back the next day, and they were not happy about that. But you know, whatever it is, what it is, right? You know, what yeah. Are you gonna do? Yeah, I don't know. So, anyway, what have you guys been watching? Derek's your pick of the week was, uh, what was it called again? Um, Love on the Spectrum. <laughs> uh, Love on that's the Spectrum. That's, that's that's my pick. I picked that last right. week. Hold on, let me tell you what I'm watching. Oh, you did? I didn't finish I listening to last week's You know what's episode. funny is I was just answering some people on Instagram, and somebody wrote last the other day my... Um, podcast refreshed and your podcast was there and jimmy's podcast was there and he honestly i like your podcast better so i put it on and who's on there jimmy (laughs) can't get away from the guy so that's funny i won't name who it is so jimmy wouldn't know him anyways but still but that's funny but uh my pick is going to be because i did pick something i did watch something different i know that i can't remember what it was though hold on Hold on, hold on. Paul, who you been watching? You must um, be watching something. Well, I just had to rewatch that guy. Remember how I was making gumbo last year? Oh god! So I, Dude, I, I made, I just made out. a pot th- this afternoon. Honestly, so I had Dude, I don't like it. I, no, really? I got to get better. Um, I gotta get better sausage or something. Whatever. Did you get andouille? andouille? Yeah, but it's way too smoky. Like it just. Oh it just really? Tastes like like too smoky. Yeah. It I, was hard to find a good one. Thing. Yeah, like it's good, but it's just and and I love it. It's delicious that stuff, but it's um, it's just like too. I don't know. It's like too smoky. I didn't like it. We went through a couple different. Like first we couldn't find it, then we found one. It wasn't good, but I rewatched that guy. Who I saw on Jeff's story. Yeah, Jeff yeah, was yeah, making yeah. gumbo. Yeah, that's really good. Isaac Toops. Nice What's his name? Yeah, yeah oh. it's a nice easy recipe too. It's delicious yeah. though. But like yeah. said, the, the, the sausage I didn't like, you know. But you Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I just made a pot of gumbo a couple hours ago. I had a bowl with some oh, rice. Nice. It was delicious. Oh, so good. So, good. Um, so that was that. So I guess if anyone wants to make gumbo, they could watch... Nice. What's the guy's name? Isaac Isaac Toops. Yeah, Yeah. he's a real interesting, (laughs) strange dude. Where are you watching this? On on, YouTube? uh, Oh, it was on, like, Munchies. 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 Yeah. 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 Oh, I see. He comes right up. Isaac Toops Gumbo. Munchies. How to make chicken and sausage gumbo with Isaac Toops. Yeah. The tough pot's making that. This guy has an interesting beard. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. He's just an interesting dude. Shit looks like it was glued onto his head. Yeah. Um... But I my pick of the oh, my pick of the week. Oh, well, do you have another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waldo's. Oh, World. okay. That's what I was watching. Okay. You'd like it. Is that he built, he built a nice gooseneck trailer? This huh. kid does. Oh, I I seen I saw that in my rec, yeah. uh, my suggested well, Waldo's shit. World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does a pretty good job. Pretty good. Um. Nice. Yeah, building a gooseneck trailer from scratch. How hard could it be? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> 
I've been um Paul, you'll I, I talked to the, the switch and go guy. Oh. Uh, uh, and I've been figuring out, you know, because there's a dealer in um, Pennsylvania that has a couple like in stock, like trucks already built. Oh wow. And I thought that they were a Ram dealer and a switch and go dealer, but they're just basically an upfitter. So basically what the guy was saying to me was, you know, they only get certain Ram 5500, like, kind of trademans, tradesman's packages. Yeah. And he was like, dude, if you want, like, anything else or a different color, he's like, just get a cab chassis and just send it to us, you know. Um, and it's in Pennsylvania. So I was like, all right. So then I was looking at the place where you got yours. In North Carolina? I, yeah. Yeah, but I had read that the cost to put a switch and go on a truck in 2017 was twelve to fourteen thousand dollars and Holy i saw shit. on a forum but that's the whole thing installed though that's oh, like the oh. whole system so like if you which which makes sense like if you oh yeah that's not if you spend if you spend sixty five thousand on a truck and another thirteen thousand on the thing you're at whatever it is for a second 000. i thought you meant that's what it costs just to put it on i'm like what the hell are they doing no 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 no. <laughs> yeah that's no. the whole thing so, but plus like installation so, yeah but then i read in a forum which I'm hoping is incorrect, that because of COVID and the price increase of material, that it's 32000 for oh, it now. Oh, forget that. No way. Which, if Somebody that's the case, then... the plow is twelve grand. What? Get the and I'm like, I'm, I'm wondering if it was one of those big stainless steel ones. Oh, the ones there, where like, they, they're yeah, hydraulic, yeah. where they, they I'm like... like, that's an awful lot of money for a plow. Even there's no way. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So... And if that's the case, I should buy one of the ones that's already built and yeah. just hold on to it for six months and sell it. But um, I don't know. Anyway, but my pick of the week has nothing to do with that. I have been watching a lot of Switch and Go videos, but I there's this Instagram, I mean, this YouTube page that I really like on, uh, it's called Dark Docs, and it does a lot of like war documentaries, uh-huh. but it's the way that uh, the way that the guy kind of presents them, they're all really short, like under 15 minutes. And he does them in like little chapters. So he'll he'll do like a quick little intro on what this video is about, and then he'll break it up into like three chapters, like the protagonist, like who who it's about, then like what happened next, and all these things. And every one of them is crazier than the next. Like I watched one on uh, on Vietnam War tunnel rats, which Derek, you would probably know more of. I mean, it's uh-huh. you're you're even too young for it, but I'm sure you you're you're. Uh, through some sort of connection i'm sure you knew guys that were in vietnam but like the tunnel rat profession in vietnam basically the guys that would go head first into the tunnels to try to hunt down mm-hmm. the Viet Cong, and then they would get like killed by poisonous spiders because the Viet Cong would put poisonous spiders in uh in the tunnels anyway well, the guys i docks. worked with when i first started at the pizza parlor were all vietnam veterans yeah so but that's it mm. but yeah feels good to be back yeah it's good to maybe have we'll have back. a guest next week Okay. I don't know. Not Jimmy, I'm just though. saying. Somebody else. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us on Patreon. And um, check out Derek from Malden because if you want a Christmas gift, mm-hmm. the window is closing quickly. Dude. I it's ju- already November. Three. I just got three right now. Seriously. You better hurry I mean, if you I'm want a Christmas person. gift from Derek from Malden. Mountains. He's only one man. Yeah. You should dress he up like Santa. already put the dust collector inside. <laughs> He always dresses up like Santa. I Look feel at like him. Santa. Anyway, thanks everybody. Thank you. See you next week. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.